0: What's up, everybody? Today, we're going to list this. Yeah. Hello, and welcome back to List This, where we list and you listen. I'm Josh, and as always, I'm joined by... Cameron. And Jim. And today, we're going to be listing top five cryptids slash legendary creatures. And the reason that I put a slash in there, uh, Cameron is going to describe right so, now.
1: So we're doing both because uh, oftentimes cryptids and legendary creatures can kind of be combined into the same list. It kind of just depends on what side of that spectrum you're on. Um, Like mermaids, for instance. Some people still believe mermaids exist. Other people believe that they're long gone, even if they did exist. So they're considered legendary at this point, because you're not going to find them. Um, But I think it's good to combine both, just because whether you're on one side or the other, I mean, it's just kind of it's very it's very subjective. That's the way okay. that Plus at before. one point you mentioned
2: earlier <laughs> <laughs> plus you mentioned earlier that at one point like mythological creatures and legendary creatures were once considered cryptids as well because at right. the time they yeah. were believed to be real, even right. though
0: now it they're also not. has to do with religion, right? Yeah, it yeah, also yeah. has to do with
1: religion. A lot of those um, a lot of old cryptids had to do with I mean you have like Minotaurs and stuff and giants and things like that. Mm-hmm. They had to do with um, they had religious purpose. So So, we spent uh, the whole podcast explaining the. Yeah. (laughs) Having
0: having said that, uh, let's uh, crypt right into number one. Now I can tell you out. All
1: right. So, we're going into number five. Number one. We don't start with that. (laughs) We count down here. Yeah. Um,
0: You're absolutely right. All
1: right. So, my number five uh, this is going to be kind of an interesting list uh, because there's a good chance. We haven't heard of some of these, or only two of us have, or whatever. Uh, it's going to be the Mongolian
0: deathworm, though. So I came across <laughs> I came across it in my search for what? cryptids. That's Dude. the one I took off of my list. <laughs> <laughs> Well, That's one go. of the ones I had to do more
2: research on, so okay. I took it off of my list to swap it out when for, like, one of the other
1: ones I was able to better explain and knew okay. more about. so you guys do at least know about it, though. Yeah. Okay. So for those that don't know... It's um, a death
0: worm from Mongolia. So yeah. it's
1: like a... Yeah, so it's... The actual name, which I will not try to pronounce here, it means... Yeah. Uh, translated, it means large intestine worm. Um, pretty gross. And it can kill you in several different ways by, like, spitting streams of corrosive venom, Um, and it'll kill you immediately and it can also trick you and electrocute you you've actually seen a similar thing if you've seen the movie Tremors Tremors uses essentially yes. American versions of Mongolian deathworms. I think death that's worms. where right, like it's kind of, movie of where the was, idea yeah, came uh-huh. from. So they can be um, they can be like three feet long or something like that, and they can be really wide as well. But they're they're really gross. They travel underneath the ground, so you never know when they're going to pop up, and they're terrifying for that reason. Of you know where they're from, there's a lot of desert space, there's a lot of open space, so they can just kind of come up from the ground yeah, and take you. Originate from like the Gobi Desert, right? Yeah. Exactly.
0: Fascinating because there's a character like a. Um... An NPC that you kill in World of Warcraft—that's a worm that shoots corrosive liquid.
1: Okay, so Man, I imagine well, they yeah. took that probably based off from... that. Well, you also have like the Star Wars worm that's stuck in yeah, the, the ground. Yeah, the Sarlacc. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of people have looked at that as like a Mongolian death worm that's just too big to move, basically, um, so it's just stuck like that.
2: One of the things. Well, I mean, you
1: could also like look at it. I
2: guess in like a space version of it too,
1: with. <laughs>
0: With Sorry uh, about that the, the or whatever yeah. that was the Mongolian death <laughs> word. Thor just introducing <laughs> that, himself lives underneath our apartment. Like, <laughs>
2: cause like I know like in like the like Star Wars they also did it too on one of the asteroids where there was big, like a big worm like creature and i think yeah star wars or was
0: that family guy no it is
2: in star wars because it but, tries to take the millennium falcon yeah. yeah yeah one of my but like going back a little bit to more i guess realistic in yeah. a way there's like is one in. of my first thoughts when i first ran into this was the alaskan bullworm from spongebob i don't know why that yeah, was such a that's fair i don't yeah. know why that was like that was because i guess i saw the picture and then i saw some basic facts on it before I saw like how it actually like, kills you and then it burrows through the ground right. like I thought about that a lot well, I,
1: when I think about it in like realistic terms one thing I like to do because um, I love supernatural stuff it's one of the reasons why we're doing this list like I really enjoy like looking up these creatures and seeing them and like learning about them um, and this has been kind of a fun list to compile for that reason. But I always try and look at them in realistic terms, too. And I could see how something like that could pop up because, you know, places like desert areas and things like that, you can get swallowed up by like random holes in the ground and stuff. So oh, it's yeah. easily a myth that can be like predicated by the desert.
0: Do you think like a baby deathworm is just like small and you just like, step <laughs> on it and it just like eats the bottom of <laughs> the That you just, was the juice? last of the Mongolian deathworms <laughs> yeah. that it just oh ended years ago. <laughs>
1: But yeah, that's my, that's my number five. I'm glad you guys have heard about
0: that That's one. really funny. Yeah, yeah, that's really funny yeah. that you mentioned that. I scrolled through quite a few cryptids on my journey to make a list of yeah. cryptids. <laughs> um, cool. So I'll go next with my number five. So Cameron and I discussed... We're, we both have a creature from Philippine folklore on our list. And we're really curious to see if we have the same one. Um, my number five is going to be Tianak. No? Explain, not ringing a bell
1: explain right.
0: mm-hmm. so tianak is essentially a creature that disguises itself as a baby
1: okay oh god not on my um
0: it cries in the jungle to attract unwary travelers and once it's picked up by a passerby it reverts to its true form and attacks them and eats them that almost sounds like okay. like uh
2: <laughs> like an asian version of like the changeling Because I've seen some stuff on, like, changelings, which is they do almost the same thing, where they have, like, little children who take over for
0: the children and feed on the parents. Except it's... I think the changeling is, like, a slow feeding process. Yeah, but it's the same. It's kind of, like, the same. Whereas the Tiana is, like... Like, one ghoul. You're, you're, gone. Gone. Yeah, so yeah, you're yeah. gone. This
1: is very reminiscent to me of, um, like, the Arab ghoul, this, which is what started the whole zombie thing, even though they're a little bit different. Okay. Ghouls mask themselves as females, kind of like sirens, and they lure you into them, and then they just kind of take you. Yeah. And that's that's very reminiscent. But I have not heard of that one, oh, okay. um, actually. It
0: says that it's also depicted to take malevolent delight in leading travelers astray or in abducting children. Okay. So um, I find... I know we talked about this a little bit before we started recording, but I find other cultures, like creatures, to be a little bit more fascinating than American creatures. Yeah. I felt like I, we've gotten kind of lazy. I, I think that's part <laughs> it. I
2: don't know if it's that we've gotten lazy. It's just that we hear so much about it here. You yeah, know what I mean? We don't but have
0: anybody like, that like, changes into something. And, you know, unless you guys out there are listening... You Who can know, tweet us yeah. at yeah. this that's, podcast that's and not, tell me that I'm wrong. Yeah,
1: I mean, that's not entirely true. I'll just tell you that you're wrong. But, okay, <laughs> you can also tell us <laughs> That's <laughs> not entirely true, but you are right. I mean, a lot of our creatures are revolved kind of around, like, we'll have one creature pop up, and then we'll kind of just copy it, but in different versions, and just put it in a different state. Or we we'll even, like, take it from other... Yeah, or you, you know. take it from other cultures yeah, or whatever, exactly. and we're like, that sounds scary. What if it's here? But, yeah, but yeah there are definitely foreign... Creatures, I mean, that's kind of where we get a lot of our cryptids from is the idea of other creatures. We're
2: also a much younger area. Yeah. Too in comparison, like the you know, the Asia's, the Indias, you know, stuff like right. that. They're all much older. They've been like their cultures have been around for so long that like they've had a chance to develop these and you know, we Kind of had to take from
1: some of that, I think, for some reason. Right, way. and it's like we the oldest the oldest myths and the oldest cryptids we're gonna have here are from like Native Americans, and that's yeah. that's essentially. But they even are not gonna outdate some of the other cultures. Exactly.
0: Yeah. So you guys out there, go Google uh, Tiyanak, T I Y A N A K, and I'm gonna show Cameron and Jim. Oh picture. God, that's that definitely reminds oh. me of the changeling. <laughs> yeah,
2: that's definitely got like that changeling
1: look to it. So yeah, oh, man. if you ever
0: see that and it's crying? Probably don't pick it up.
1: <laughs> I just want to say, if I was ever like in a forest or a jungle and there's just a baby crying out there, like I would just call the cops. Or I right? I would <laughs> just leave. Yeah. I'm not gonna. <laughs> I might call yeah, the cops after like, I'm gone. Yeah. yeah, because that's just something that's that's a little beyond terrifying. Yeah. Yeah.
2: yeah. yeah. Cool. So my number five is uh yeah I've got a couple on my list where I had to definitely do a little bit of extra research on that I ran into, but mine is gonna be. Yate um, Veo, I believe it's what it's called. It's essentially a tree stump of wriggling tentacles that violently grabs anybody nearby. Or anything nearby. And it literally means I see you there, which it was named after this because like those are the words that are supposedly said while it was grabbing the victim. It almost reminded me of, and they even said it in the article that I was looking at, that like it's very reminiscent of like the Whomping Willow from harry potter where i think
1: that's where that was or kind even of like, like evil dead you have a similar thing in evil yeah. dead yeah that's really interesting so i just thought I that was that. kind of a cool really like
2: I, I i need to like look up obviously i need to like do way more research because i don't know exactly where this one originates from i just liked the image that it was creating in my head because i didn't even see a picture of it yeah. and like the fact that like there's something topical that like well not topical but like there's something you know that is related to that in a, right. a, a pop culture sense. It's right, a, yeah, it's, it's, pop culture it's, worthy, a, it's, still
0: it's a weird. land kraken, is what it sounds like. Mean, yeah, yeah, exactly.
1: <laughs> you know, and that's a terrifying idea because there are like carnivorous plants and stuff like that, and there are plants that like try to lure in other it's animals doesn't work for us. The flytrap. So, yeah.
0: Question I don't know if you found this out in your Man-eating research. Man but... eating tree. Does it hide the tentacles and then pop up? Because if I just saw a stump with tentacles, I'd probably be like, yeah. Well,
1: th- that's the thing, though. The tentacles branches, because that's what I would assume. I assume okay. you walk around kind of what I was would branches. Yeah, that's what yeah. I'm thinking.
2: That's where, like, again,
1: the, the Whomping Willow comes in where, like, you know, on the
2: outside it just looks like a tree, but, you know, when you get a car stuck in it, it's going to, you know, it's going to beat the crap out of the
0: car. I, um, I, heard, I heard tentacles in there though somewhere right. Well, South I mean, America it can act as tentacles, right?
1: Okay. Like I mean, if you have like wavy branches, it's a, basically the same thing.
0: Or like long arms or yeah. tentacles. Yeah. Yeah, it almost Tentacle. actually
2: looks like from some of the pictures. It looks almost look like African or like South American descent. It, it looks wow. like, but yeah, it's like it looks like something you'd very find very much uh,
0: in H.P. Lovecraft. Yeah, I yeah. think that's right.
2: That one's an interesting one. The tree is actually getting up and like oh. almost looking like it's walking around on its roots. <laughs> Cuz that's what I want is yeah. a tree
1: chasing yeah. me through a forest.
0: A yeah. moving tree. So it, oh, it like
2: it, it it's very vine, like almost like vine or thin branch like from a lot of pictures that that's I was cool. like scrolling through. What's it called again? But uh the Yate Vale, otherwise or the man eating trees, one of the other things that came mm, up when true. I'm like
0: That's really interesting. Yeah. yeah. So. I mean, that would be a cool way to go out, right? Like you survived it. Like, oh, yeah. what happened to you? So yeah, this cool. tree just I, beat the crap. A yeah, out. nice yeah. brisk walk through a forest it's that ends very, with a tentacle tree. Yes. Gonna, <laughs> could you imagine though? Like you come across the Tianak, and then you come like oh you get God, away from yeah. it, and then you come across it's this thing. It's also really kind of, kind of I don't know. It's things. really kind of horror
2: inducing to me because it's the idea of like it's something usually so innocent, like walking through a forest, could instantly pick you off in a second. Yeah. Like you know, you're walking with a group of people, and you would have no idea that that would. Now I, grab the guy behind you. I
1: wonder if that is like a, like some like trying to explain something where like people disappear in a forest when they're on a walk with you because sometimes that happens where you can turn away and then someone even if they've just taken a step in the wrong direction you can't see them yeah. anymore mm-hmm. and that can be terrifying for sure. So that's yeah. really interesting. So
0: let's step on over to number four. Number four. Alright. So for number four I'm trying
1: to get fired. This one is a really interesting one. Um I had never heard of this one before I compiled this list, uh, so it's really interesting to me. It's the Lizard Man of Or Swamp. It's okay,
2: I feel like I ran into that one. So this I one is really... from... I I Saw him in the
0: Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. <laughs>
1: Maybe. <laughs> so this one's really interesting to me because we already have that idea in this country where people make jokes. Some people think it's real. Where we have like lizard people are hiding among us, yeah. which I think is kind of a funny thing about this. Is it kind of? It's kind of reminiscent of that. But this is from, um, this, this specifically from this exact place comes from Lee County in South Carolina from 1987. The reason why this specifically comes from this place is because it appeared and then kind of was gone within the same summer months. So by the end of that year, no one was really talking about it anymore. Um, it was kind of just a myth there, there was one guy who claimed that he had a sighting and then he actually had to, he got arrested for lying and like leading police on and stuff like that. Um, But it it popped up with this really interesting thing of this kid who was just out there in the middle of the woods. He had a flat on the road and he was like 17 years old. He's sitting out there changing the flat on his truck and he says he heard like the sound behind him. So he turns around and it's this giant being with glowing red eyes that has like reptilian skin and it just charges at him. And he jumps in his truck. He tries to like drive away and he says that it breaks off his mirror And it also leaves scratch marks on the car. Now, the only problem with this is that there's not any actual physical evidence that this ever happened. Um, So, But we are talking about 1987. It's not like he's going to pull out a phone. He's going to take a picture. It's not really how it works. After he reported it, another interesting thing happened where um, there were a number of cars where people were reporting that at night their cars were being scratched up and broken on top of that before this all ended and before this thing kind of disappeared. They actually found footprints that don't match any creature that they know of right now. So they don't, biologically, they're not going to work with any creature that we know of, no bears or anything like that. And the interesting thing about that is that they were kind of determined to not be a hoax because police found them. And, you know, they're very, they're, they're people you can trust. There did come a myth, and I didn't read too much into this one, so I don't know a lot about it. But it kind of seems like if this thing did disappear, it could have run off because in a, in a state not too far away, they found another wizard uh, creature that was reported later on. So there is the idea of this thing still roaming around, which I think is interesting. Or even the fact that it died and no one's ever going to see it again.
0: Is this your attempt at putting something related to Batman into our list? When, like, no, we're not Croc. talking about
1: Killer Croc.
2: <laughs> was, it's was funny, I was thinking of uh, like what's the, the, the lizard
1: enemy from Spider-Man. <laughs> Yeah the, yeah. yeah, the lizard. Yeah. Oh my god, yeah, yeah. I thought it was like something more... But this one's usually depicted that's as like having yeah. like a... Yeah. He's, he has like a flatter face than what you'd usually expect. And he's just got like these giant glaring red eyes. A lot of people think maybe it's like an alien or an alien race. Interesting. Um, there's also one thing that's been brought up, which I think is interesting, which is the idea of reptile evolution compared to mammal evolution, where humanoids have evolved, but they're living things like caves and hiding in swamps so that we haven't been able to find them. I just thought it was kind of an interesting thing that popped up out of this. Don't necessarily believe it, but it was an is interesting. Right? This one's interesting because it's rare that a cryptid pops up and its first encounter is a brutal attack on someone. Yeah. That's rare huh. that that actually happens. So
0: yeah, my number four is gonna be the scariest thing I've ever heard of in my life. um I added it right before we recorded it, so I didn't get to bump it up to my number one. But this is my number four, uh, Manananggal the menenunggal is that is that uh so maybe I know what you're talking
1: about yeah so the menonungal is um, um
0: it is a female right who separates her upper torso from her oh, lower God. torso sprouts bat-like wings, and flies into the night in search for its victims. Yeah, and it's a a vampire. Essentially, yeah. yeah. It's a
1: vampire. It's got the same weaknesses as a vampire. um, Kind of. Things like holy water and stuff like
0: that. So it says um, it it favors preying on sleeping pregnant women using elongated proboscis-like tongue to suck the hearts of fetuses or blood of someone who is sleeping yeah i also read that they prefer menstrual blood which is pretty disturbing yeah that
1: is also something that's disturbing
0: um the severed lower lower torso is left standing and is more vulnerable sprinkling salt smearing crushed garlic or ash on top of the standing torso is fatal to the creature uh and then it says the upper torso would then rejoin itself and perish by sunrise so it's essentially a vampire you put salt on it or you put garlic right it does but the fact that it like separate like tears it's, itself that's in what half. got me yeah it was like the yeah, separating, it's a terrifying idea
1: oh. of like this creature separating itself and like having like organs hanging out which is i've seen pictures how it's often yeah. depicted oh Is like God. it's flying through the air with like intestines hanging out at yeah. the bottom oh. it's a terrifying yeah, idea and the idea that it's just a female during the day too yeah. is also really scary <clears throat> yeah you
2: would have no idea like that and that that yeah it does make it so much scary because like you have no idea Again, it's one of those where it's like you could be walking right next to it the entire time. Could then. be dating it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so all of a sudden, like it separates. Yeah. One you like look and it separates and you're like, okay.
0: <laughs> how would you uh, do that? Like if you did, like if you found out your girlfriend or your significant other one, and then then call, you're like, yeah, <laughs> yeah you need I just to go leave. to the store, yeah. <laughs> just look at your bags What? Place. How do you find that yeah. out? Like
1: you just come home to the bottom half of your girlfriend.
0: <laughs> You better
1: hope yeah. you have salt. Just middle, uh, Yeah,
0: you get up for a, a middle-of-the-night snack. You walk into the living room, and there's just ages. legs. <laughs> there's <laughs> bloody legs standing in the middle of the room. Your oh. you're significant other is probably a menomengal. Yeah. <laughs> that thing is yeah, it's so terrifying. weird. Uh, it's a terrifying so Yeah, my, my top two, or my my first two, were both from Philippine folklore, which I think is... I'm going to have to look into more of those creatures. I know, they, I agree. They are.
1: they are really, really interesting. Yeah. yeah.
0: Especially, uh, we're going to go there next year, and I want to... You have a, know what to avoid <laughs> so far so far you have
1: a a baby in the woods and then you and have penis. another thing that eats babies yeah well, hopefully in the woods maybe they cancel each other out the... maybe, maybe that's how they maybe that's why they're no longer here maybe yeah. they just <laughs> kill you each other eat off oh, man.
2: Ugh. all right well on to something slightly less horrifying for my number four um it's still a pretty neat. Um, neat idea, because it's it to me. It's one of like the first, I guess, iterations of like combining multiple animals into a single entity. But it's the chimera. Okay, that's my number yeah. four for great right. mythology. So you have like, um, what is it like the snake head, goat head, and a lion head? Okay, I think yeah. are the three the three different ones. I'm I'm like also the picture I have revolving in my head is the god of war one, okay. where it's yeah like goat head snake tail and he stands up to have the lion head on his chest but i'm going to confirm those animals right now but it's really kind of i don't know it's really kind of a cool idea because it's like even like with the goat like you take a non a very non-threatening you know animal yeah and you tack it on to this like in a way horrific you know just Monstru- like yeah like, like a monstrosity yeah, of yeah.
1: creatures yeah yeah
2: um and interesting enough, when you actually look it up, it says, in Greek mythology, it's a fire-breathing female monster with a lion's head, a goat's body, and a serpent's tail.
1: That's really interesting. So
2: that's that's kind of the bit. But, like, again, it's still the combination of the, these three.
0: Score two for the females. Yeah.
2: yeah. <laughs> kidding. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, that's just, like,
1: I don't know. It's
0: just one of those... Just really wicked. That is really interesting. (laughs) Is the Kanemera like the Hydra, like if you cut off one? No. No, no. but
1: I mean, it's like the Hydra in the sense that it has multiple heads. But then again, the Hydra starts out with one head, whereas the Kanemera... It can't, yes. It it can
0: yeah.
2: Yeah, so, um, fire... I mean, like a lot of the stuff I'm seeing is like fire breathing um, as well, which is also another, (laughs) like another just thing to add on to it. But I remember like... I don't know how, like, based in actual, like, lore and, but like, the God of War one, but I know, like, you know, the, you know, obviously the goat had the horn, so, like, you know, you had to watch out for that. The snake spit acid, and the lion had, like, the fire breathing. So, I mean, if that's, like, you know, pretty, like, relatively close, um, then, I mean, that's even worse, because then you have, again, the multiple ways to kill you, like your Mongolian Death Worm did. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, I don't know. I don't really have much else to say. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm, it's just I'm kind of one it, of those I cool like... ones that was just there just purely because it's cool. Yeah, like it it's just, like yeah. a
1: genetic monstrosity. Yeah, that, you yeah.
0: Know. yeah. I don't have much to say to A single about entity, either. yeah. I, just, I like the, the fact that you have choices, right? Do you want to kill, <laughs> <wanna> kill, <laughs> kill a snake? Do you yeah. want to kill a you know, goat? Or do you want to kill a lion? You're assuming the you can
1: kill yours. it. Yeah, that's right,
0: yeah. I forgot to tell you I'm Hercules but... <laughs> <laughs>
1: alright so moving on then to number three uh, number three so my number three we can is go something that I'm pretty sure everyone listening to has heard of now because it's the Mononongle so Josh and I were talking oh, about this we were pretty sure <laughs> we were pretty sure we had uh, the same creature on our list because he did exactly what I told him not to. but um, I couldn't help it. My wife is Filipino, and so I was like, what are right, some cool folklore right. characters? So, but I wanted to bring up a couple things that we didn't bring up in um, mm. the other thing. So one one of the uh, names that it's actually called as well is a tick-tick. And the reason why is because there's uh, some people believe that there is a bird that follows it around, and that bird makes that sound. It's kind of like a warning call. So as soon as you hear that sound, the the monongrel is around, and it's going to come for either for you or someone near you. So I think that's kind of a scary idea, just hearing like that faint sound and then just like this vampiric creature showing up just to take you or your baby or whatever, your pregnant wife, whatever it is. But,
0: With guts hanging out. <laughs> exactly. And it's just, I
1: mean, it's just a terrifying thought to, to see that. Um, it's also, there's also something really interesting to me in it, which is that, uh, so the Monodongle was actually the, the main subject of the first Filipino horror film back in 1927. Uh, it was it was focused on this creature that could separate its body and, you know, it was difficult to kill or find its lower half. I'm still not sure how you would find its lower half. Like, you'd have to stumble upon this legs, yeah. like this <laughs> pair of legs in the woods. Yeah. And it just, it's this odd idea. But um, since then, it's actually appeared in film a lot. It has consistently appeared in film, um, especially in Filipino filmmaking. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I can't remember where the most recent usage of it was, but it was only just a couple of years ago that it appeared again.
0: Um, i just hold on i'm looking it up i just saw that yeah that it was in something
1: yeah so it's it's a creature it's one of the most important creatures in filipino folklore from what i've understood reading about it um it's it's a brand new creature to me i had never heard about it until i watched a recent video where they were talking about a possible sighting of one in the philippines i think the last semi-confirmed sighting or whatever you want to call it for a cryptid uh was in like 2007 or something like that though the last cons- the last one considered legitimate but it is such an interesting creature, as we talked about before, and just a terrifying idea of what uh, of what someone that looks so normal can turn into once it gets dark. Yeah. And I think that's what's so interesting about it.
0: Stay away from the forest the dark kids. Yeah,
1: <laughs> the forest, a scary place filled with chimeras, evil babies, <laughs> tentacle trees, and vampires that split in half. It's a terrifying place.
0: This is the anti-hiking podcast. <laughs> So, my number three is going to be something that everybody should be familiar with. I didn't really put any descriptions because I think you guys should be able to add stuff to it. It's going to be the dragon.
1: Dragon? Okay. okay.
0: Dragon is uh, super cool. We all know what dragons are. They're winged, like, lizards, essentially. Guess, uh, yeah, like winged Fire reptiles. Breathing. Yeah. 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 Um, I don't know. I just found them fascinating. Like, Japanese culture in general is just fascinating. And the fact that they... Dragons are so intertwined in their culture in general is really cool and they're used in like everything video games you see them in movies they're in fantasy which is interesting because i guess um fantasy is just like adopted uh dragons um but yeah i'm a big world of warcraft player and they you know they have a ton of dragons in there. It's fantasy as well. So, Do you yeah. have like
2: a specific like dragon type that you like? Because I know like dragon is kind of like a blanket term, like in a sense. Because um, there's different. Like I know like the wyvern is like generally, which is like two back legs, essentially like
1: a snake-like creature, almost with like wings. What I what I think is, I mean, yeah. When or you bring would that, you classify uh, as like? I I, I would think of it as a dragon. I think that's what's so interesting about dragons is. Um, the idea that they've actually appeared in a lot of different types of mythology. Yeah. And I'm one of those people that's right like, ears, if yeah. you see it consistently, what what were they seeing that made them believe in these flying, fire-breathing creatures? Yeah. What, was, what was making them so terrifying? I mean, it could have just been like big birds or whatever it may have been. Um, or like big birds showing up at big fires or whatever, just associating that. But I think it's really interesting to see it appear in so many different... Uh, Mythologies. I also think it's really interesting because we obviously don't... Ha- we haven't found a real dragon or anything like that. Who knows if they actually existed? It's kind of hard to say. I mean, even if you look at, like, pterodactyls, they're essentially wyverns. So at mm-hmm. some point in time, you had things like that that yeah. existed. Yeah. Um, but I think it's really interesting because Komodo dragons, I can't remember how hot their breath can get, but I was reading one day that their breath can get extremely hot. Yeah. Like, it's hot enough to at least, like, burn, like, singe your skin. Mm-hmm. And I think that's a really interesting idea. That part the, actually because that's know. pretty Because then that means there's something there based in reality. Yeah. Which I think is really interesting. So, like, if you gave a Komodo dragon wings, I would scream and run away. <laughs> yes. <Yeah. laughs> and that's just what a dragon is. But I think they're really cool creatures.
2: Yep. And, I mean, they're using so much stuff, too. Because, I mean, you got, like, you know, right now... They're most associated with, like, like English and, like, Celtic and, like the you know, like, types, yeah, yeah, European stuff. stuff. <laughs> but, I mean, like, you, like you have, like, like you were saying dragons in all kinds of different cultures. Like, the Chinese dragon, you know, is, like, a really famous, yes. you know, really famous type of deal. And that's, like, those ones are always, like, super cool because then you have, like, uh, what is it, Mushu from, uh... uh <laughs> from Mulan. Yeah, from Mulan, from, which is, like, you know, like, you don't see a lot of that in today's culture as much anymore. Yeah.
1: That's no, a solid choice. Yeah, yeah.
2: I do uh-huh. like that one a lot. Yeah, I like that one. Um, cool. So my number three is probably, I think, our first one coming straight from the like from the Americas. But I'm gonna go with the Wendigo. All right. Yeah, yeah. the Wendigo is a <laughs> super cool one because it's like actually something that affects humans. Yeah. It's a psychosis in a way because it comes in times of hunger. Because, like, and, again, this is another one where it's, like, I think an iteration that I like the most is, like, the supernatural one of it. Yeah. Where it was a person who turned to cannibalism because of, you know, def- desperation for hunger and turned into a superhuman, essentially, who hunted the best in the dark, who was much stronger, yeah. way faster, and, you know, was, like, just an expert hunter who was, you know, able to pick people off like crazy. So, it's, it's just, it's really interesting and really cool to think that, like... Something yeah. like that could theoretically be lurking in our, you know, in our backyards and everyone thinks it's just like a bear attack. Because that's like almost exactly what that Supernatural episode was like going on. Yeah. Like, no, these are bear attacks.
1: It's funny because this almost made my number three instead of the Mononongle. Um, But I just liked learning about a new creature so much that I put that one on. But um I really, really love the Wendigo. Uh, I think they're really fascinating creatures because there's a lot of different iterations of them yeah. throughout Native American culture. Or culture and they're there is that idea that they are they, that they are lessons to be taught to other people, but also that idea that they could actually be out there. Like it's one of those things again: be afraid of the forest because the forest can like change its face and you never know and there are versions of it where it can change what it looks like so you don't know if it's actually a wendigo and that's that's so terrifying because i was researching it i remember to like i was trying to like write a story that would be interesting with featuring them and i was researching them and i didn't realize how many mythologies and how many belief systems they actually show up in it's really interesting how long they've actually been around and how much people still can kind of fear them today yeah
2: yeah, it's, it's just, I mean, it's another one of those just like incredibly horrifying that, like, this could actually be, like, you know, in some, like, I think in Native American is where it's really big with the psychosis part of it. Yeah. Where, like, this could happen to you. Like, you could become a Wendigo, like, at one yeah. point, like, if, if stuff gets bad. Obviously, like, you know, we look at people now, like, you think that, like, that's not actually going to happen, but, like,
0: I so, don't know. It's still so. like saying if I eat you, I get superhuman powers.
1: That... <laughs> He's saying if you stay long enough in a cave and starve yourself and then turn to cannibalism, you essentially are a Wendigo, and that's yeah,
2: yeah. yeah. But you have nothing on your mind. But you're essentially like you have nothing on your mind but
1: food. Yeah, there's like, there's like an interesting I like a zombie. <laughs> I don't know if you guys have ever seen um, the Descent which is a really interesting pharaon so though, they yeah. have like these cave creatures that are essentially humanoid and cannibalistic in a way i don't yeah. even know if they're humans or not but they're humanoid um but they're very similar to the. i was there. like it
2: almost sounds like same same thing as like the creatures from i am legend yeah yeah it's a similar or like idea. they they don't generally come out in the
1: daytime until right. later in the movie yeah. but like you
2: know they like do the same thing where they're faster stronger humanoids who were potentially once actual people who would turn to cannibalism and Yeah. You know, and that's where the whole thing based off of. So, yeah, Wendigos are super cool. And they're here based off, like, you know, most people know them here in the U.S. And they're an
1: old U.S. Which is what I love about them. I think it's so interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Good choice. All right. Moving on then to number
0: two. Number two. So, my
1: number two is going to be one that I think pretty much everyone knows about. I'd I'd be surprised to meet someone who doesn't. Uh, So, it is the Kraken. Which is something that's so well-known throughout multiple cultures and multiple societies. Um, The original name, they think, is the Hafgufa, which is from Iceland, which is really interesting. Um, And I think it means, like, the sea mist or something like that. So that's a really interesting thing. It came around in the 13th century. It was, like, the first mention that we have of it. But in general, if you haven't heard of it, if you are one of those people that haven't heard of it, it is just, like, it's a giant... Uh, squid or octopus in the sea that can sink ships, and a lot yeah. of times it used to be an explanation for why ships just kind of sank in the middle of the ocean. We know a lot more now than we used to, um, so there we still want to exist. It's quite triangle. Well, yeah, also oh. that. But there's so there's also something interesting that I find about the kraken. Though. The reason why it's on my number two is because they're not they're not real but in a lot of ways they're also not fake. So we found giant squid in modern yeah, times. Yeah. Scientists have found them and they're huge creatures. I mean, they're big enough to easily pull us down to the bottom of the ocean. And right. on top of that, they are the biggest creatures like to fight whales. Too. I think it's fascinating that they, like sperm whales, have these markings on them from battling squids. And we've still never seen this. We've yeah. just seen the markings, which to me is terrifying because there's that idea that there's something bigger than like a 16-foot squid down there. There's the idea that there's things big enough down there to fight and believe that it can actually win against a whale. But I which, mean, like
2: that's a big thing is like so much of the ocean is still completely undiscovered. And there's areas yeah. we can't get to and see what's exactly. going on. So, like, that's where, like, this giant squid was coming from was, like, you know, we don't know. We, we believe that there's something down there, but we can't see it. Right. It's and so elusive. And, like, there could, in theory, be... Something laying dormant, yeah, like down at the bottom of the ocean, like and, as big of a, as
1: a kraken. And we can't, like, we know that they can't really survive up higher in the, on the surface, which is a good thing for us, yeah. Um, but we, I mean, the idea that their markings <laughs> go so far across the sperm whale's space too, which they're some of the biggest creatures ever live yeah. on the planet. Yeah. So, we're talking about creatures that are insanely strong, they're extremely malleable, too, because they're all muscle. Yeah. Um, and it's just, it's so interesting. That's that's why I have them on my list. It's, it's the idea of a Cryptid actually being real and just a little bit smaller than what we thought, so it's not quite as grand as we thought it was, but it's still very interesting. And there's also, um, so there've been a lot of reports that I've I've read about and I've heard about. I don't know how many of them are true. I think they're still like investigating to see how often it actually happens. In the Sea of Cortez, there have been reports of small like rowboats for that fishermen use trying to make a living Mm -hmm. that they get flipped by squid. So squid will come up and they'll pull on one side to flip the boat and then they will take the human and pull it under. And Humboldt squid are the type of squid. They're about three feet in length, I think, or something like that. Um, They're not dangerous. If you're in a boat in theory, like a bigger boat but they're dangerous if you're in the water with them and they will they'll attack scuba divers there's videos of them attacking scuba divers they latch onto you and they try and pull you down and And we're talking about some of the strongest creatures in the ocean and there's rumors that they will grab fishermen out of their boats they'll pull them underneath the water and that's it you're just going to be pulled into the depths of the blackness underneath the water and i personally am terrified of open water
0: so just when you thought it was safe well, it in the water. so
1: stay out of the forest and stay out of the just, ocean just, yeah. stay
2: <laughs> just don't
1: leave your just, house because you can't go to a desert yeah. either there's mongolian just, death yeah, right. there. just, just
0: stay home and listen to our podcast
1: <laughs> Thanks. there's a lot of episodes now guys we'll, it'll get you yeah. through a day we'll, keep
0: you, we'll keep you safe <laughs> that is not guaranteed um uh being a navy guy i can say that i appreciate you having Kraken on your list <clears throat> uh, it fascinates me how yeah. like, you know, they have it in, uh, uh, Pirates of the Caribbean and stuff. Right. It's just like these massive tentacles. Yeah. Like you don't even see the whole cracking. Nope. You see like an no. eye or you like, like the tentacle. eye, you see like the yeah.
1: mouth right at the end. And yeah. you're, like, yeah, oh you're like, Oh my like,
0: God, I can't even imagine. Like if the whole thing came out of the water, like, it's, it's just, it's so it's terrifying
1: to me. The idea of a creature that is big enough to pull us underneath the water and kill us when it wants to. And that's just, it's horrifying. Yeah.
0: Good thing it hasn't come up here yet. Yeah, good thing it hasn't come up here yes, right. yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, So my number two is going to be mermaids. All right, nice. another ocean creature. Yeah. I know they're humanoid. I know we kind of talked about it. No, that was, no, the, that, was the, the, yeah, those, yeah, that was Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yep, yep. No, no, getting, my, getting my list confused. Yeah. Um, yeah. So mermaids fascinate me because... Uh, you know, I have a I have a two year old. She's obsessed with mermaids and princesses and stuff like that. You have like Little Mermaid, who's a uh, uh, a mermaid, but mermaids are. They're evil?
1: Pretty, yeah. They're pretty... uh, (laughs) They're they're intense. uh, Yeah, I mean, or they're called sirens sometimes as well. Because they lure you in Mm. and then they just take you. But they prey. The funniest thing about mermaids to me is they prey on you just kind of being weak as a man is the idea. Because they mostly go after men. They, They lure you in. And I actually did this in Pirates of the Caribbean as well. They did. And I actually thought it's one of the better parts of that movie. They did it a pretty pretty well because they lure them in and then they turn into these ugly hideous creatures mm-hmm. and then just pull you into the ocean they also do it in like the odyssey
2: as well because there's actually like you know in in like in the story and in the movie and stuff you see that they tie themselves to the mast because they lost like probably yeah. i think like a quarter of their their fleet the first time around that they you know that they went around these so the second time around they had to like tie themselves to that ship yeah you know and i think um i can't remember who it was in that story also like um plugged all their ears he tied himself to the ship and left his ears open so he could hear the siren song but like one of my favorite things about mermaids is the fact that like there's everyone is like there's these sweet innocent creatures that like you know little girls love and are way into but like like, yeah, they're they're gnarly. You know, they're gnarly little guys because Harry Potter also did a similar, like, thing and, like, did. Mermaids. They did, mermaids, they did and, uh, and got the in Goblet of Fire. Like, and yeah. they were actually, like, you know, they were something to be... They're just straight up terrifying in that. They're like piranhas.
1: They are. Version. Yeah, that's yeah. what they are, yeah. basically.
2: And that's the beauty of, like, the cryptid thing is, like, all of these could be true. Like, you know, yeah. the, the Pirates of the Caribbean thing yeah. could be true. The Odyssey, you know, the, the Harry Potter so thing could be.
0: the reason that I was quiet between both of you guys' choices... Was because I was trying to decide whether I wanted to do mermaids or sirens. Because sirens, as I was doing the research, are actually like winged creatures okay. from like Greek mythology or something like that. Yeah. But they said that mermaids took like the song aspect okay. from that, and that's why they called them sirens. Oh, got it. So, but uh, you know, my wife and I watch a show on Freeform, which was like ABC Family or something, right. like, like, called yeah. Siren, and it's about mermaids that come on land and like. It's pretty it's pretty interesting.
1: That is interesting. One it's thing I think awesome. is funny, like like I said earlier, I like the I like the grounded ideas and I like the ideas of what could they be in real life. And one thing I've consistently heard is that they might be uh actually just mistaken identity where it's like seals from too far away and they you're just seeing like a tail mm-hmm. or if you're some people think it was manatees when they first came here, like they were seeing mm-hmm. manatees, which I think is really interesting. I think it's funny that idea of like misinterpretation of a creature you have no idea about. So you're assuming That it's, like, this creature with a tail. But that's
2: where most of this stuff comes from. I mean, we've talked about it, you know, with my Wendigo, where, like, you know, like, people just going missing in the woods. Or, you know, like, stuff like that. Like, that's where a lot of these stem from, is, like, just not knowing and, like, trying to put an explanation on it. But just us as a human has such a wild and crazy imagination. And when you get multiple people together and word that spreads, like, you know, it could have been starting, like, oh, yeah, I saw this thing. But the, you know, the next generation is like, oh, yeah, they saw this big yeah. winged creature and that was like not originally what it was which yeah. is super interesting
0: My Yeah. final thought before we move on is I, I i think they're interesting because you have that um you know half human half fish um we've had hoaxes before where people have faked oh like, yeah the mermaid they yeah. have a the whole show on discovery that turned yeah. out to be like a fake show yeah, yeah. Um, i remember
2: the uproar about that too that was really mm-hmm.
0: funny but i tend to believe if you know if we're gonna believe in these things, they're citizens of Atlantis under the sea. I mean, cool. I, yeah, That's cool curious. for me. I think
1: it's the coolest place to go with it, right? And one <laughs> like one thing I guess we haven't brought up real quick before we move on. This is just kind of outside of the list. Is I think one thing that's fascinating about cryptids is the idea of hoaxes because they both add and subtract from the myths. Because they like people will take it away as well. It's not real because it was hoaxed, but then other people are like it's hoaxed, but. It, it could have been real and this mm-hmm. proves like the shows in a way what they would have looked like yeah. to us yeah and they
0: also they could also be like uh they did the hoax to cover up the real yeah that thing also happened yeah. yeah so yeah all right good choice yeah i do i do like that one a lot um stay tuned for my siren song i'm <laughs> I'm, I'm not gonna sing um
2: uh, <laughs> <laughs> cool so my number two is actually weird it's funny we were talking about it earlier where like a lot of Um, The ones here in, like, the U.S. stem from, you know, some from older, you know, older, further cultures. Because my number two is going to be the Yeti. Which is, you know, a cousin to Bigfoot from here on U.S. soil, but it's just in the, um... In the snow. Yeah. I I was hoping
1: someone would bring up a a member of that family. yeah. Yeah,
2: yeah. I mean, the Yeti is just so much cooler because, like, it's used in... It's another one of those ones that's used so much like they took the yeti and they like capitalized on it because like you know you have again star wars that use a similar type of creature monsters
1: inc has one
2: exactly monsters inc Um, there's a
1: movie that either just came out or is coming out called yeti or small yeah yeah yeah. Yeah.
2: exactly and it's just like i don't know like just it's it's another one of those where it's you're never going to know if it's actually there or not because you know anybody who's like been in an area where they exist you know, is, like, deemed crazy or, like, oh, you just have, like, altitude sickness or, like, they're always going to put it on something else right? instead of, like, maybe there an actually a creature here, but not enough people
1: travel to these areas to really discover that. Well, and there's that fear, too, that they've been around, that there is proof that they've attacked people, but we can't prove that they're the actual ones that attacked people. Um, and there's, like, this, uh, um, I can't remember what it was actually called, what the event was called, but these Russian backpackers... Uh, they were in their tents one night and they kind of just disappeared and they went there and they found the tents torn open from the outside one of the people had their tongues bitten out another person was like 10 feet underneath the snow and it looked like what people had assumed a Yeti attack would look like and it was one of those things that just propagated the myth further Mm -hmm. and I think that's so interesting and I think it's interesting when you think about the idea of there's sightings of Skunk Ape, there's sightings of Yeti, there's sightings of Bigfoot, and these are all similar creatures that are living in different environments. And I think it's interesting to have that idea of possibly a creature that just hasn't really been discovered.
0: Yeah. I think that the Yeti is cooler than Bigfoot. I do too that's why I I agree. I totally agree. Bigfoot
2: is a single entity, like but it's Sasquatch is what he really is, but like you don't hear about more than just one Sasquatch. Whereas like Yeti whenever you ter- throw the term Yeti around, you think of, like, a clan of Yetis, like, up in the, yeah. you know, up in the
0: Alps. Abominable snowman. Yeah, yeah. Yeah.
2: Um, yeah.
0: Uh, but that's not true, man. I've watched Finding Bigfoot, and they go to different states where there's claim. Like, there's been claims of Bigfoot yeah. from, See, and that's, like, the... what a- um. Appalachians to like you know i mean even the rocky
1: mountains here in colorado we have that idea i mean there one thing that i've heard again going back to like grounding it in reality is the idea that we think grizzly bears are no longer within the range of mountains that we're currently in in the Mm -hmm. rocky mountains they're further up north however that's what a lot of people think they might be or grizzlies that we just are have kind of lost track of so we're seeing them in the wild because we're not expecting grizzly bears we're thinking giant humanoid Creature because grizzly bears can stand on their feet and they're terrifying yeah, yeah. when they stand on their yeah. feet. Yeah. But like, yeah,
2: that was one of the things like I had to put a family of this in there because like it like you had brought up the fact that you know we have Sasquatch here. There's the Yeti, the you know, um, uh, was the skunk ape. Skunk ape. Yeah. Skunk- skunk- yeah. skunk- like it's because there are skunk so point. many <laughs> other you know species out there that has multiple in in, in each in each region. Like yeah. you know you have. Yeah. Um. I, of course, I'm going to draw a blank on any animal that well, has multiple.
0: But I do. I do. I agree. Like the dragon, right? Yeah. They're, they appear, and I think that's neat. How like each culture adopts that. Oh, you guys have Bigfoot. Well, we have Yeti. It's like they yeah. take that and they adopt it. And we they you know. Yeah. We have our own culture. We have our own. Problem. Well, if you yeah. were And I, I think
1: Bigfoot, out of a lot of cryptids, is one I could... Like, if they ever said they found one, I wouldn't be surprised. Because a lot of times what it sounds like to me is maybe, like, a monkey. And we know from, like, Florida alone that there's creatures that can adapt to situations and environments that they're not supposed to. Yeah. And that's the, that idea, too, that there could just be monkeys roaming out there in the forest that we're not expecting. And there's also um another one that's less known is the honey islands uh is the honey island ape or something I think like I that. Saw that it's like, like a louisiana on one. list yeah. yeah um yeah but it's a really interesting As choice. like a
2: final know, and then i think what separated the yeti from the sasquatch or bigfoot to me is just like they always make the sasquatch out to be much more docile yeah than he is where it's like the yeti is just like <laughs> he sees you you're done like you you,
1: you know you're you're it's it's Going back to like European and Asian culture yeah. they're more terrifying a lot They're way more terrifying many, which is why I wanted to put it on so my terrifying. list. I, um, I, I do want to end it real quick by saying end this one by saying um that the coolest iteration I've seen of like using a Yeti in a game or a movie is we talked about it in a gla- in a different podcast with first person shooters uh, Far Cry 4 Use them and you actually get yes, to go I up against them to and like, like, it's yep, so much I didn't fun. Get a chance to do it. It's so much fun. I
2: enjoyed it and them. they did it in um, Uncharted. They okay. did a similar yeah. thing with Yetis and Uncharted. Yeah, so and I love
1: Easter eggs like that, yeah. and I think it's just kind of so cool to yeah. see it like go into that world.
0: But all right, um, real quick, if you guys? So <clears throat> to kind of go on that point, I know we need to move on, that's but um, there could be species out there that we haven't discovered, right? Too, right? Yeah, that's what like we're. I was yeah. pulling up an article. Uh, sorry, I was pulling up the article, so I probably didn't hear what you guys were saying. We don't listen to each other on our own um, podcast. <laughs> yeah, I'll go back and listen to you and talk to you through the <laughs> podcast. Um, but the cat fox they just found or whatever—it's like a cat. It's like a cat mixed with a fox. Okay, it's like a, an interspecies. If you couldn't tell by the name, yeah. It's basically a cat and a fox had sex and they had a baby. <laughs> <laughs> like, but it's like those kind of things where it's yeah. you know a monkey and a human could have. You yeah. don't know.
2: I mean, like, we've literally done that with like you know stuff like the like a mule. And like the Liger, like were we, you know, like we yep. have two yep. things that aren't supposed to be
1: together in the wild to create a brand new... Well, and, and, and one thing I always hate going off of this is I hate hearing scientists and like people like on these documentaries and stuff that I watch say, we definitely would have pictures. We definitely would have seen it by now. If you guys remember, there was that big explosion in Florida years back about whether or not there was an anaconda in Florida and whether or not people were actually seeing them. They were getting these really bad blurry pictures with yeah. good cameras, good phones they're getting blurry pictures and it didn't sometimes it looked like an anaconda sometimes it didn't and now they're all over Florida we know for sure there are anacondas in Florida it's a positive thing but they were cryptids at one point Yeah, Yeah. they were definitely creatures that were undiscovered. Still
2: discovering new Mm. species and new creatures.
1: And that one's an invasive species they still don't know whether or not they don't think it swam over they they know there's a possibility they guess that it could have but they think that people dumped them and now they live there but there's still that possibility with things like apes and and all kinds of stuff especially in the giant mountain range and forest I mean just one look yeah. from a mountaintop it is it's humbling to see yeah. what you cannot see yeah and that's what's so interesting yeah yeah so good well, choice I think we kept them waiting long enough for number one <laughs> oh, yeah. number one that was a good choice though yeah I like, no I like yeah that was like wow yeah. i like having the conversation so going into number one here this is one of my favorites that i've heard of it's one of the most popular north american uh cryptids it's the mothman so the more it was going to pop up on
2: one of yeah. yeah. So
1: I questioned whether or not I wanted to put it on my number one. I decided that I did just because I think it's such a fascinating creature because it plays on a psychological level as well as like a physical gigantic creature level. And I've seen so many documentaries about it, and I've just I've I've read so much about it. Um, they made a movie based off of a journalist's book. Um, but just to kind of give some backstory on what it is for some people who might not know about the Mothman. Uh, so it's a cryptid from Point Pleasant, West Virginia. Uh, it first appeared, uh in a fire basically there was like this giant fire on on like a bridge or something like that and it was sighted by everyone that was on the bridge that night basically sighted this flying creature over the sky so a lot of people think that it's actually a herald for disasters there are pictures online if you go and look Mm -hmm. them up there's pictures of an odd like bird-like figure in the sky over some disasters people say it's photoshopped whatever it might be it's an interesting idea though to have this herald that is like this giant humanoid with wings um, but it's, it's a creature that's said to be so terrifying and psychological, like psychologically dementing that it will mess with your mind in a way that can either cause you to like, it can cause you to like vomit in place. It can also cause you to die. Like it, it can kill you slowly over time because of what you saw and how it scarred your brain. Um, that's interesting that you brought up the bridge. So I pulled up a picture and this is
2: one of them that I ran into on like Mothman oh, wow, of like yeah. a, a something yeah. sitting and like they have like a zoomed in and you can't tell what it is, but like there's. Like yep. something that's
1: looks... not
0: part of the bridge, and there are more obviously more... not, but, but it
1: looks like it could be like tips to giant wings almost. And one thing that's really interesting about bridge photos with it, uh, it's been in a couple of bridge disasters now mm-hmm. that it's been yep. now since it's been spotted. Uh, I want to say it was first spotted in, like 1966, 1967, somewhere around there. Um, but since then, it has been spotted a lot of bridge disasters specifically, and there are multiple photos from multiple angles, and it's questionable. You know, it could be a large owl or something like that that just happened to be there at that disaster because there's plenty of bridge disasters that has not. Not shown up at but it's still an interesting idea to have this creature that we just don't know about but for some reason we're getting pictures that may or may not be real or photoshopped or whatever but i think i just think it's such a fascinating creature it's it'd be terrifying to run into and there are a lot of reports of seeing it and running into it.
0: So, Fallout 76 is based in West Virginia, and they included the Mothman. <laughs> I just, yeah, the Mothman, up, yeah, they included so in the game. And looks I, so great. It so lame. Like they showed a like, picture of it I feel like right they now. took a big crap on, like, the <laughs> on Mothman. Yeah. <laughs> I just, oh, that was so um, good. Like, that court. wasn't supposed to actually uh, come up, like, because, as we were talking, because it was just supposed uh, to be a funny thing. Mothman was one of the first, Books that I read before I watched the movie. Okay. And yeah, so Maverick I was processes. really into it. Yeah, I was really into it. And then the movie with like Richard Gere and Laura Linney yep. came out, and I was super into it. And I still enjoy it. It's probably not as good as I remember because I was like a high school student. Yeah. I watched it, and but uh, but it fascinates me, you're right? Because it's got glowing red eyes. Yeah. It's black.
2: I did see a couple pictures that came up with um, glowing red eyes. Mm-hmm.
0: I don't know. I, you'd have to correct me if I'm wrong, but do they do they see detail on it? Because I think it's just a black figure, right?
1: So, see? some people have claimed to see details. Some people claim that it's actually brown and it's just black because it's silhouetted out in a lot of pictures. Okay. Um, but they claim that it's brown and hairy, so it's less like a moth and it's more like a bird. Essentially, moths are, yeah, actually, I mean, they've trained, got relatively yeah. hairy, yeah, they've got like that idea. But people say it has like wings, like a bird, and yeah. stuff like that. Um, I think it's really interesting that it also has red eyes because also I brought up the lizard creature or yep. swamp, and that also has red eyes. And you see a lot of times these cryptids show up and they have glowing red eyes. I was just gonna reason. say that it's
2: amazing, like, where there's so many that have that glowing red eye trope on it. Right. Like, it's, it's it kind of makes you think of like where did that come from, or is it like are we putting that on there because we think it's an evil entity, and that's usually what is associated with, like, an
1: evil creature is, like, those glowing red eyes. Right, and for me, I'm one of those people, I'm a very strong believer, in every lie there's a grain of truth, right? And I believe that with mythology, in every mythology there's a grain or an inkling of something real that caused this myth to occur, caused these cryptids to show up, or where people actually believe that they're true. And I've always just wondered, like, where is what is the glowing red eye thing is it just a re, like a fraction of light from someone's eyes or what is it um, a lot of people think that the just kind of wrap this up a lot of people think that the Mothman is um, like an owl and people are just consistently seeing giant owls I mean there are owls with like I think like 13 foot wingspans and yeah. stuff like that they're huge so I mean you see that in the night especially if you see it as a silhouette yeah. just right above you and it looks like it's higher up it okay. could look even bigger and that's they've tested that i watched a documentary where they tested people's sight range because they wanted to know whether or not people are seeing things at the size they think that they but are but i
0: think owls have yellow eyes right they wouldn't glow red they
1: w- they shouldn't glow red yeah. uh, essentially but i mean also mm-hmm. when you're terrified Deep in that bumps. kind of a situation <laughs> <laughs> when,
0: you're, <laughs> when you're
1: terrified in that kind of a situation you're you're going to see something that maybe isn't real yeah. or like you know, a piece yeah, of it right. is going right. to be Unfamiliar to you, and again,
2: it's one of those where it's like you know the stories get molded and changed as like they get told more, and like you know yeah. what what somebody heard, but what they say is going to be something different. So you're going to like create these new you know lores on this creature off of that same thing. Yeah.
0: Um, I just want to say, any arguments you guys just gave did not prove the Mothman doesn't exist. So I, I, hashtag Mothman. To knows. be fair,
2: all of the stuff that we gave on all of ours. Didn't prove that What, didn't what I think is
1: so fascinating about the world is that there's that idea that you can prove that something has not been found, but you can—it's so hard to prove that something just doesn't exist. Yeah, and I think that's <laughs> such an important yeah. thing with yeah. cryptids: is you will never be able to prove it absolutely 100% does not exist. No. Especially not with the crazy And that's what's that interesting live. about this. No, so is.
0: you can go to Twitter and use hashtag Mothman is real. <laughs> <laughs> Don't forget to tag us. Yeah, that I was, was like, like, make sure to tag us at podcast. I, I wanna
1: say that's coming from someone like I consider myself a skeptic with supernatural things and stuff like but that. But they're too. so fun, but, but they're fun. They're great. And it, it's that yeah. idea that there is so much more to the world that we don't know about, and that is true, regardless if you believe in cryptids or not. So
0: yeah. So, my number one is going to be rooted in my hometown, or my home state, rather. All right. Um, it's going to be the Rougarou. Rougarou. So, the Rougarou is essentially a Cajun werewolf. Okay. All um, right. Yeah. It's, a, it's a werewolf who lives it's in swamps. It's another swaps. one that's like come up in like shows um, like Supernatural or something like
2: that,
0: yeah. Um, it is a common blood-sucking legend, or, or sorry, a common blood-sucking legend says that the Rougarou is under the spell for 101 days. So it's one oh. of those things where they get bitten, right? They turn into a werewolf. Right. Um, the curse is transferred from person to person when the ruguru draws another human's blood. Okay. So it doesn't say that it has to bite him. Right. You, know, you could scratch, scratch you or something like every. that. and um, <clears throat> During the day, the creature returns to human form. So, werewolf. Okay. Um, it's said to have, like, a wolf head or a dog head. Yeah. Um, other stories range from the ruguru as a rabbit to the... Uh, or, sorry... I don't know. I don't know what this thing was typed. Uh, uh, the Ruger was derived from from witchcraft, is okay. one story. Um, you know, in the South, voodoo and stuff is really right.
1: Um, yeah. There, there, there's an interesting thing with this so I've, I've heard the name before I didn't associate it with the werewolf I couldn't remember where I didn't you heard either, it from yeah. but you and I Josh and I really really love Swamp Thing uh, mm. as you guys have heard from previous podcasts and stuff <laughs> um, he's shown up multiple times or whatever uh, but there is an Alan Moore's run of Saga of the Swamp Thing a w- Louisiana like southern werewolf does show up actually and it's a similar idea to what mm. you're talking about he does it he's very quick about it because it's like one issue one shot thing but it is very similar to what yeah. you're talking about yeah
0: um, so it says in the in the witchcraft claim, uh, only a witch can make a rougarou, either by turning into a wolf herself or cursing others with lycanth- uh, lycanthropy? Yeah, yeah. lycanthropy. Lycanthropy? yeah. Lycanthropy? yeah. Lycanthropy? yeah. Hey, hey, hey we it. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I I, I think that's um, my only input on this one. Uh, so werewolf is I mean Cajun werewolf is just so much cooler than werewolf yes. it's like come on down now, I'll, I'll yeah. turn you into a werewolf I mean I
1: would liken it to a werewolf uh, right
0: let's move on to. I'm just um, let's move on to me being yeah. A, yeah. <laughs> off the podcast uh, uh, <laughs> but no I, I you know I put it on my list because it's rooted in Louisiana it's rooted in the swamps it's a down-home um, for you, down-home yeah, thing yeah, for you. It's, yeah. Oh, it's, it's a really cool. The swamps are already scary. There's, like, snakes, bugs. <laughs> and you know, voodoo all doesn't of, help either. Yeah, yeah. Crocodiles, you know, and yeah. then you get, and then, yeah, and then voodoo, you have voodoo. I was like, that's a scary area. <laughs> um, everybody probably knows Mary Laveau. No, That's I guess sound... we'll go into except... it in another podcast. One, one yeah. out of three
2: people knew who that Every, is. everyone, yeah,
0: everyone except the two guys sitting next to me. Um, no, she was a, she's a famous uh, voodoo. I feel actress. like I've heard the name before, voodoo, but I'm, voodoo, I'm not yeah.
1: connecting it right now. I have to look that up she's later. She's
0: probably the one, you know, the one that if people know voodoo, they know. Luvot. Okay, so yeah. gotcha. Um, but yeah, Ruguru, Cajun werewolf. I like
2: Cajun werewolf. That's a good good first choice, too. Yeah, crawfish and people. I think it would be...
0: (laughs) I think just as, like, a quick,
2: like, side note, I think it would be interesting if we, like, did all, like, have... If we picked the cryptid from, like, our home areas, because, like, that would put, like, the chupacabra, like, over me for, like, being from Texas and stuff, you know? And, like, I think... I just think it would be interesting to have, like... I can I, see what...
0: I can also say I incidentally chose it because the swamps are the one region we didn't choose to scare people out of yet. <laughs> so <laughs> now my, you know. a lizard man. have a wizard man. Yeah, you did, you
1: did, you did. So, but just don't go anywhere, guys. <laughs>
2: <laughs> um. All right, cool. My number one, it's interesting that you mentioned it earlier in yours because my number one is going to be the Kraken for oh, a lot right. of the same reasons yeah. because it is a massive, horrific, just... Destruction, you know, causing just creature that's like nobody that nobody has ever seen. Like you know, you have pictures and images of like most of these that like will circulate the internet. Whether they're drawn, whether they're like quote unquote photos of them, but like nobody. In any way has ever fully seen a kraken. And that right. is such a massive, like, horrifying thing. Like, or at
1: least has lived to tell, tell about it. Yeah, that's exactly. The thing exactly.
2: Yeah. You know, and like, I'm basing this off of like my love for Greek mythology again, because um, this is like, it's a very similar creature. And I think it's, again, the Odyssey with um, like, they're usually paired together, so I'm used to saying them together, but like, Scylla and Charybdis. Like, Charybdis is, like, a big, like, underwater. They have to pass over or pass around where Charybdis resides. Yeah. You know, other, like, or risk being sucked into the ocean. Right. So it's the same thing where he gets pulled in the ocean before or just after doing that and then going through the Cape of, of Scylla, who's, like, a big tentacle monster, essentially, that, like, picks people off off of the ship.
0: So I was just thinking about it. We don't really hear about the Kraken anymore, right? Like... You see tattoos, you see stories and stuff, but I think what happened—we do in some popular culture—we got smart and we stopped making our boats out of wood. <laughs> that's also <laughs> but, but again, but again, we still though, have like—I yeah. mean,
1: if you had a squid with thirty-foot tentacles, I don't care how big your boat is, that's no. terrifying. If you're but I mean, squid we still climb have, out of the water; they'll go up on your boat. Like you we seen,
2: still do have lore of like you know what happens in the Bermuda Bermuda Triangle, so like just because we made our boats better doesn't mean that there's still not something out there
1: that I can take right. them down. Well, and I think... they're for, not as
2: common anymore. We,
1: we talked about the Yeti and the Bigfoot family, um, and I think the Kraken has, like, its own family because yeah. we have legends from the Vikings. We have legends from the Romans and the Greeks. Mm-hmm. We have people that all had their different versions of the Kraken, yeah. and they've appeared in some way, shape, or form. Then we've got, like, Pirates of the Caribbean's version with, you know, Davy Jones has, like, a pet, which is also equally terrifying in its own way. Um, but I, I think think that's what's just so cool about the kraken is the multiple iterations we found things that are semi-realistic to it and there are there are things like man-eating squid and yeah I think that's so and, and again
2: yeah. like the same thing of like we haven't discovered like i think we've only discovered like 20 percent of it's the ocean much of
1: our ocean and so like uh,
2: there's still a massive amount of our ocean to discover mm-hmm. So, again, it's, there's, like, we've talked about before, like, the possibilities of, like, the creatures that, in, in, like, in the previous numbers of the list actually being real. But this is way more. Yeah. Because we haven't discovered enough yet. Because there could potentially be creatures this massive yeah. living dormant somewhere down there. This
0: is a call out to James Cameron. You need to get back in your little pod and <laughs> yeah. discover <our> oceans. <laughs>
2: but yeah i mean that's just like it's like i love that like you had a chance that i wish i could have talked more about it because i was like i wanted to be yeah, able to say it but yeah, i'm like i have I to you. wait for it yeah. on mine because i don't want to talk yeah, about everything good. but like because yeah again like i love the greek mythology i love the idea of like you know uh charybdis being that like you know the obstacle that everybody had to overcome to get to certain areas
0: it's interesting you bring up like greek mythology because i'm more like <laughs> sailor stories and yeah. stuff yeah, where yeah. it's yeah. like You know, the sailors had, like, the sparrows. Each thing had a different meaning, right? Not to get into tangent, but, like, sparrows meant, like, you see, you went away from land or whatever. It's the first thing you saw before you got to land is you saw sparrows. And that's what the significance of the sparrow tattoos were. But, like, krakens are so significant with, like, sailor nautical tattoos and nautical teams. It's like, you can't see a nautical tattoo without seeing a kraken. Yeah. So they become such a staple And it's just just fascinating.
1: Well, and I think what's... And, like, I'll I'll end this, I guess, with with saying that I think the most interesting thing about, like, underwater cryptids and stuff like that is the idea that they can exist because there's so much space for them to exist. Whereas, like, you're not going to find, like... For instance, like King Kong is not going to exist in real life because you'd be able to see him from space.
0: Wait a minute. You don't know that. Okay. Yeah. There's uh, there right. islands out there. There's so islands. Avoid, <laughs> avoid islands. Okay. King
1: Kong from Skull Island, the new movie, is too big to exist. You'd be able to <laughs> see him from space. But I, I will say that like the ocean, you don't know what's underneath that water. Yeah. And it's you have Antarctica. no idea. Yeah. All I'm saying is
0: there's giant caves.
1: That's fair. <laughs> On that point, I just want to say we were talking about monkeys possibly being like the Bigfoot family earlier. I will say real quick. There is a thought that they, that they're an intelligent species that travels through caves across the country. And I think that's a hilarious <laughs> thought. Like they've got like this, this underground tunnel system that they yeah. can just travel to different states too. But yeah. But yeah, that's a good one. Cool. So. Yeah.
0: So we're going to do something a little different this episode. We are going to cut it here because we've already been bothering you for about an hour and three minutes now. Um and uh, we're going to put our dishonorable and honorable mentions in a, uh, a separate episode so so we will come out um, with
1: that one in kind of the middle of our podcast this week um, so definitely be looking out for that one because I'm sure we've got some interesting ones for yep. that as well
0: uh, so for this episode, for this part of this episode I guess um, I am Josh you can find me on Twitter at JawsXBird I'm Cameron, you can find me on Instagram as ThatCameronGuy22
2: And I'm Jim. You can find me at Twitter at HoldMajimbles.
0: Again, stay tuned for that second half of the episode. For this episode, or part episode, uh, this has been List This, where we list and you listen.